This episode is brought to you in part by The Table Podcast from the Hendricks Center at Dallas Theological Seminary. I'm Daryl Bach, one of the hosts, and I invite you to join us as we discuss issues of God and culture, which includes anything and everything. Listen on your podcast app or at dts.edu slash the table. We spend a lot of time on podcasts like this predicting the future in various ways. But as we do that, we know life is really unpredictable. And as the scripture says, we do not, uh, we do not know uh, the number of our days. And that's why it's a really important thing to have a will uh, to protect yourself and your family. Christianity Today has partnered with Epic Will to walk you through the entire process of creating a will in as little as 10 minutes. You don't have to have a law degree uh, to be able to walk through this, and that's why it's really helpful. So visit morect.com, that's M-O-R-C-T.com, will, that's morect.com slash will to get started today. Welcome back to the Questions and Ethics program with Russell Moore. I am here with Dr. Moore this morning, and he has an interesting question for us today. You know, I was talking to a couple of veterinarians the other day, Daniel, and uh, they were at the Gospel Coalition meeting, and they said, we have an ethical question for you. They said, we're, we're veterinarians, we're Christians, and we have a lot of people who come in, and they have a dog and or a cat, and they're treating this pet like a child. And so what they're wanting are really extensive medical procedures that these veterinarians said that they, they really would be much better off euthanizing this pet rather than spending all of this money on that. And so they said, how do we, how do we handle this as Christians when we're working as veterinarians out there in the public square? I thought that was a really good question because it is true that we we have a sort of downgrading of uh, children uh, in some parts uh, of American culture, and with that comes a a raising up of of pets to the level of children. And sometimes I think what we as Christians uh, want to do when we see that sort of thing is to uh, ridicule it. Uh, you know, I, I've seen people pushing baby strollers with chihuahuas in the baby stroller and and talking to those those dogs as though they're children. Um, I remember when Maria and I were adopting our first two kids and we were going overseas, there was a woman who was also going to adopt, and she kept talking about her four-year-old and sort of the way she handled discipline with her four-year-old. And we listened to all her parenting tips for half a day before we realized that her four-year-old was a border collie, um, and it didn't even... It didn't even register with her at all. And I think there's a sense in which we can look at that and we can say, now, isn't that ridiculous the way that people are wanting to treat pets as, as children? And, and in many cases, it is. But in some cases, I think what is happening is you have people who may have a genuine uh, longing for children and, and the children aren't there because of Maybe they they never they never married uh, or they never um, they had infertility or something like that, and so they're kind of they're kind of putting those those maternal or paternal drives toward this pet, and I think 
for the most part, that can be harmless uh, within the life of that that person. I think what, when it becomes more dangerous is when we have at a societal level people who are fearful of children or phobic of children and who are then uh, wanting to to transfer that to pets and to treat pets as though they were children. At the societal level, I think that becomes harmful. At the level, though, of a veterinarian, I think that the veterinarian has a responsibility to someone that he is discipling. So if this were someone in a church context, someone that that the veterinarian is leading to maturity in Christ, someone that you would have the sort of relationship with that you could give a word of counsel about something else, about marriage or about friendship or about a sin in that person's life, then then that would be the sort of relationship where I think you could offer a word of, of wisdom and say, you know, I think maybe it would be better uh, to euthanize this pet than to spend this amount of money uh, on on this procedure. But beyond that, I think as long as it's not a procedure that's morally ethical, uh, that's morally problematic, uh, morally unethical, then I don't really think that a veterinarian ought to feel a burden of conscience simply because a, uh, a patient or, or actually, I guess, a patient's owner is spending money that you would not see as being uh, the best stewardship of funds. Uh, You don't have responsibility to do that. I think where it would become unethical is if the veterinarian were preying upon people. And and I'm sure that the temptation is there in any any kind of business to come in when you have someone who has a, a sick pet to come in and say, you know, if you really love fluffy, then what you're going to do is you're really going to get the liver transplant uh, in order to do that. Or if you if you really care about Flossie, you're really going to want to come in and do this uh, extensive back surgery for her. Um, I think th- that would be wrong for a veterinarian to do that in the same way that it would be wrong for a funeral homeowner to take advantage of a grieving widow by saying, if you really, you know, if you really care about your husband, you really want this high level, top of the line casket that that widow can't afford. But if you have people who are coming in and they're, they're using their money in order to act more generously than you, would, uh, than you would act, but not in a way that's going to prolong the suffering of this animal or, or, or treat this animal with cruelty, uh, and it's not the sort of relationship that you have where you could actually disciple and shape that person, then I don't think there's a problem with the veterinarian doing those things. Thanks for joining the Questions and Ethics program. If you have a question you'd like Dr. Moore to answer, email it to questions at erlc.com. Join us next time as we help you apply the gospel to the pressing issues of the day.